Oh, hey, it's me, your podcast host, actually introducing her podcast as the podcast host. I have struggled to get the microwork, micro- microphone to work, not the microwave. Let's roll the intro and see how this all goes, shall we? Oh, hey, fancy seeing you here. Welcome to the podcast. My name's Naomi. I'm your host, and this is Mindful Musings. A place where you get to learn all about fitness, nutrition, psychology, and how they're all deeply interconnected. Sometimes we take a tangent or two, but in the end, I thank you for joining me, thriving with me, and growing with me. Now, let's go learn something together, shall we? Oh my goodness, everyone. It's me. To get the microphone to work today was a whole, it was a whole thing. It was really great. <clears throat> but I've done it because, you know, I can technology, which also brings to mind today's podcast uh, topic. I was reading, I was reading the podcast description and I was like, okay, yeah, psychology, health, fitness, nutrition. Yeah. I'm interested in those things. Do I talk about those things? Not really. That's neither here nor there. (laughs) But uh, maybe I should. I do this whole podcasting thing in a very non-planned way. I wait to be uh, inspired or thought of, thoughtful, thoughtful of something. And then I just sort of muse around it, blah, 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 blah. Talk just in a very... um, casual way which is very unlike me because I feel uncomfortable speaking on things that I don't really know about and it's not that I'm talking about things that I don't know about that sounded bad Uh, it's that like I have to be so certain this is called um, we won't get into it but for those of you that know my introverted intuition needs to like land on something and so I'm practicing strengthening extroverted intuition which is just like we look at all the things do you see them um and it's working out beautifully but I realized that because they're sort of interrelated to topics that I do know about I'm speaking on things that I that I feel that I know about and I most often do but sometimes we get an episode like today that I'm just learning something and it's Listen, I have a client in 40 minutes. I'm going to record this and work out. So it's going to be a shorty, (laughs) but that's okay. That's great. We love it. So here's the thing. I have been super, super interested in language and how being a human subjectively, like we interface with the world. And I think a lot of that has to do with our speaking ability and language there's when I say language I don't necessarily mean spoken language um most often that's what we think of most often that's what I think of that's not always the case but I think language shapes our reality I believe there's a Terrence McKenna talk about how the whole universe is shaped by language um really interesting really hard to find if anyone can please find it for me uh send it to me (laughs) because I am having a struggle finding it but anyways The point being, there's this idea that I have. This is what I mean when I'm like, I'm talking about things that I'm not like 100% starting on. I'm not like two and two makes four. Um, 
or does two and two make zero? You know what I'm saying? Anyways. Um, so the point here is that I've been messing around with AI and chat GPT and specifically image generators. Um, there's an amazing one on discord. The logo is a little ship. What is it called? Someone's screaming at their, like, whatever they're listening to me on. And they're like, it's called blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's really cool. Um, but the images, like, the coding that it's written through is just, it's better at image generation by, like, leaps and bounds and miles. And the company is all, it's less than a year old. And it's incredible. And so this brings up the question of the coding of it is obviously written in a way, the language is that the human is interfacing with the technology in a way that's superior to others. And that's giving them a, a huge creative advantage and a technological advantage and a monetary advantage. And so this brings to mind this idea of how language gives us advantages human to human, how language and the understanding thereof also gives us advantage, like how we can architect, sorry, how we can engineer and erect this sort of language as we speak to AI when we're trying to generate a prompt through chat GPT for words. That will dictate, this is like the layman's version of this is like how good of a Googler are you, right? Like how well can you speak to the machine understanding and knowing what it's looking at? right? There's a way that we speak to computers that's different than we speak to humans. And if you understand that, you'll be better at getting the result that you want. But but you'll notice most people aren't good at it. And so when you look at the common Googles, they're how you would speak to a human or they're lacking like a few keywords that, that humans believe computers don't think are important. <clears throat> What's hilarious is that like the computer already gets rid of those. It, does, it doesn't calculate them in because they're useless for the search. Words like and, are, things like that. Um, they're looking for keywords. So these keywords as humans interface with technology are really important and it's how the technology works. So we're speaking, the human needs to adjust and speak to the computer. And I also find this interesting when people are um, speaking different languages to each other, right? And so we start at this lower level of language, like say I'm going to speak Spanish and I'm a newer Spanish speaker. So I speak at a lower level of Spanish than someone who's spoken it their whole life because I don't know as many words. I don't have the practice of the pattern of the language, maybe the cadence, maybe the 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 um, accent or um, I'm, I'm wanting to say dictation. I don't even know if that's right, but I'll bleh. I'll spit it out. Um, <clears throat> but the point here is, is that there's a certain nuance that's very human in communicating through language. And we tie this to multiple different things. And we use this in the unconscious in a way to sort of detect things about this other human. And I think one of those is intelligence. And so you'll notice if you speak English, right? And I'm an English. That's my main language. I speak English and if I go and someone is a newer English speaker, I understand that on a cognitive level, but I believe that there's a part of the brain that goes, this person is not intelligent when they're a newer English speaker. They might be a quantum physicist or that's, that's not a good measure of intelligence, but you know what I'm saying, right? So they might be really, really intelligent, but unable to communicate it properly. And thus my experience of them the way they're interfacing with me as another human being is that they're not as intelligent. It's not an actual true tell of them, which I find very interesting. And so I've been, 
I've been noticing how my introverted thinking, which is like really, um, for those of you that don't know, like it's really grounded in like what's right. And so it's patient and it can be slow and it can be really stubborn in that it's like, that's not right. We need to do things right. Um, and so I've noticed how this butts up against extroverted thinking, um, and extroverted thinking users are all about efficiency. And when it bumps up against an introverted thinking user, it really bumps up, at least against me, my experience of that is like, you're rude or you're impatient or uh, you're not caring about other human beings. But that's, that's not really true. That's just how it's getting interfaced with me as I was explaining with the the native language speakers, right? Like it's my experience because of the interface, the bridge in between something is getting lost in translation. And I think that this happens for human beings all the time with different function stacks and different uniquenesses and different characteristics of their personality and how they function and how they were raised in culture and blah, 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 down on through the rabbit hole. <clears throat> and I find it incredibly important because that will sort of dictate and change how your reality is shaped as a child. So as a child, I was raised with a bunch of extroverted thinking types around me or introverted thinking types around me. Just think of me, thinking types around me. And and so I'm a f- I make decisions through feeling. If it feels good, there's other thinking functions in the front of my stack that help me. But at the end of the day, when all is said and done, if something feels good for me, I will tend towards that. There's, like I said, I have introverted thinking. It says, like, for it to feel good, it also has to sort of be done right in a way. Um, it's more complex than I'm explaining it. But but the long and the short of it is is that the way that I was shaped in the world that I was sort of um in living in because of the way that others interfaced with me was different than my own internal reality and so it sort of shaped me in this way that I think is different than my core which is I think that's ultimately good and I think that's everyone's experience because the world isn't going to uh, be like oh I see that you're this thing let me mold around you perfectly so I, I find it really interesting um, as an observer to co- sort of sit and observe where different parts of my personality, whether we're talking like functions or, or not, like quite layman's term personality, like I tend towards this, I like this, whatever, it, it doesn't matter. Every level is accessible here. Um, my understanding of it or my perspective as I'm speaking right now is, is, is mainly through a function stack, but you don't have to have a, an understanding of it to understand what I'm saying. Um, if you do great deeper understanding but again like this bridge of how we interface with each other I find incredibly interesting and when I was like exploring this AI and this chat GBT like there's all of this talk on the internet about how oh you can make money in this and that and and you can but there's this um there's my introverted thinking is that right (laughs) um I truly am seeking to learn from efficiency, um, extroverted thinkers, because things are done efficiently. So, so where like I'll directly butt up against this idea is that like you can make motivational journal prompts and ask ChatGPT to just generate fifty of them. You can drop them in a 
book and publish that on like Kindle Direct Publishing and if you market it properly like maybe you make a lot of money is that right with with um with that specific example like I have an easier time accepting that that's right um but if it were like writing an actual book or writing a paper or which I think people are going to start to use this for writing their resume all sorts of things um I don't know I think I think we get into a lot of moral issues and I think that it's really interesting and I think that it's nothing new I'm not saying anything new I just find it quite interesting like where we sort of bump up against these different things and and how beautiful that is in creating the symbiosis of the the world and the planet and the universe rather um but more importantly um more importantly I think that how and when and why (laughs) so the whole of it humans begin to interface with ai the people who are the best at interfacing through language will uh excel in other words directly speaking i think they'll make a lot of money i think that there's a lot of money to be made if you are a good uh prospector of language and how it interfaces with ai because that's the direction that we're going. And so I think there's a lot of talk about how like AI is going to take jobs. It's like, okay, there's things that AIs, AIs, there's things that artificial intelligence won't be able to do that humans need to sort of like step in and be like, okay, we need to make this more human. Because the fact of the matter is there's a large percent of us that are, are feeling types and, and we will sense in the deep, utteral, guttural, my language today is really it's really like wonky and so it's really funny that I'm doing a podcast on language but hey let's send it um but it it, will feel it in our soul so to speak um and so I think that people who will understand how to engineer the prompt properly to get the most human response will succeed whether this is a really small example which is like okay, chat GPT, generate my resume, right? And you plug in all this info. That's engineered completely differently than somebody who can speak in sort of like language, like human English code, quote, quote, to the computer. And I think, I don't know, I just find that really interesting. And I, I've been looking up like this prompt engineering. And I think that it's it's incredible because <laughs> it's so new. I guarantee this will probably be in some form in the future in a university and you'll have to pay a lot of money and it'll be a whole sector, a new industry that's being built. But prompt engineering is incredible. And if you really look at how it's done and the nuances of it, to me, it's one of the most, um, is it analytical? I don't know. For me, it feels really accessible as like a baby thinker. I feel like it's like really, really it's one of the first things in tech that like to me the door looks wide open and I'm like a language I can do language (laughs) granted that's my own subjective experience but I find it really powerful and really amazing that we're we're moving that direction and I think that this conversation needs to be had and I think that it's sort of not people are kind of talking about this other stuff and that's fine but I just wanted to introduce this and bring it to the table so let me know what you think I have to go work out now have a lovely today and we'll catch you on the next one 
Well, folks, that's the end. Thank you for joining me today, and I cannot thank you enough for being part of my community. If you'd like to join us on the Instagrams, you can find us at mindfulmove.co. Our website is www.mindfulmove.co. Thank you so much for being part of my life, taking time to listen, and being part of this community. I love you all so much. Have a beautiful and blessed today with love and light. Signing out.